Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back, Lori and Julia. Show for your Tuesday here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Give me uh, just a couple of seconds here, ladies, to give kudos to one of our listeners of the male persuasion. If you look at who are the songwriters for Wagon Wheel, you will see one Bob Dylan. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. Here's a story. Here's a little bit of uh, the audio for you. All right, that is, uh, this goes back to 1973, and he made a sketch of the song for the movie Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, which he was in, I believe. He never finished the song, never finished it, but many years later, Old Crow Medicine Show, they used the chorus and part of the chord progression, and then they finished the song, Wagon Wheel. Oh, I love that. And of course, we were talking about that because Kesha and Old Crow Medicine Show is set for a CMT Crossroads uh, on December 6th, and that's just a great great uh special when they take you know like a a country act and then someone else i've seen many of them it's very good yeah yeah. they're really really good and yeah that's cool and i remember um hearing that one time that that bob dylan is one of the co-writers of wagon wheel because of that and of course a lot of people thought darius Darius rucker like you yes i did i thought it was that's a great song it's a great song great song Mm -hmm. and old crow medicine show they have other songs that you a couple other songs that you would know as since I don't remember song names, no. I only remember Donnie, years. And we're changing we're something. We're changing Shazam. Oh, we're going to do the artists. No, we're going to do the year. We're going to do oh, the, the year. Oh, the the year. song came out. Yep. All right. So you're going to give us a song. And then we're going to come up. Because more often than not, people, this is just a theory that Julia and I have, that you can remember the Where grade you were. or the age. Or Very true. Closer yes, I agree with that. than anything. And sometimes yeah. we'll do that when a song is on. We'll go... Fourth grade, 1988. Mm-hmm. Or you guys oh, just right. did it for the Eagles. We, we were did. talking about in 1978 the- at the Met Center. When Met Stadium. Met Stadium, 1978. Remember who the opening act was? Steve Miller Band. Was that who it was? Yep. I think Pablo Cruz was on the bill too. Well, I that might have been. Julia <laughs> missed that one. No, it could have included him too, but I think it was yeah. Steve Miller Band because right. the Eagles are going to be at Target Field next summer. Next summer on uh, June 30th, and tickets go on sale a week from Saturday. So. Yeah, they're going to do just, a string of stadium dates. So I that know. East and West Coast thing, they liked it. I think, oh, that would be... And Glenn a... Fry's son, Deacon, is taking Glenn's place. So. Yes, and uh, Vince Gill plays with them, too. Oh, that's right, Donnie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oh, cool. he's an amazing guitar player. Yes, he, yeah, is. he is. Okay, so Rolling Stone magazine is saying that Call Me By Your Name 
is the steamy is the sexiest movie of 2017. It's the sensual, passionate story of two young men mm-hmm. discovering romance in Italy. It's an instant romantic classic. Yes. And this has been, here's what Peter Travers writes, and I like reading his reviews. He's a longtime mm-hmm. movie critic for Rolling Stone. He said, here's the movie of the year for incurable romantics, a rapturous ode to first love that sweeps you up on waves of dizzying eroticism and then sweetly, emphatically leaves you emotionally shattered. Oh, dear. And so for almost a year, and and, and uh, this is directed by an Italian person, I think it's a guy, Luca Guardagino, um, who did a movie called I Am Love and a Bigger mm-hmm. Splash. This is, he's considered a master cinema sensualist. Okay, his oh, movies. what a title. I'm a I cinema know. sensualist. That sensualist. Could be a new, that could be a new title for us. Hello, I'm, I'm a, a cinema, cinema sensualist. sensualist. Nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you. I love the... <laughs> Postman always rings twice in Il Postino. Oh my gosh, because I'm a cinema sensualist. Yeah. I love that title. Okay, so it's been a sensation, this movie, um, um, Call Me By Your Name, for almost a year on the film festival circuit. Okay. okay? And so it goes into wide release, and it's set in northern Italy in the summer of 1983. Which was a great year. And this love story just takes you to a place in every that everyone has gay straight bi mm-hmm. whatever you are where passion and memory collide and so there's this italian guy he's 17 he's multilingual he's musically gifted he's skilled at flirting with all the local girls near the villa of his parents an american mm-hmm. professor and his wife then this intern from the U.S. arrives Army to, to assist his father with research. And he looks beautiful. He's a handsome, athletic charmer. He's 24. Okay, and in the movie, though, and I guess it's based on a book, this book, uh, Call Me By Your Name, is based on a book. He The, the older guy, the 24-year-old, right. waits for the younger guy. To turn 18? The 17. No, but for he has oh. the young person, the younger person approach him. Okay. And at first, you know, uh, Elio is irritated by Oliver. He's like, uh, his American slang, he always says later, and he doesn't say goodbye or ciao. And, you know, he's got an attention-grabbing body. He's kind of jealous because then all the girls are looking at him. Then the slow attraction develops you know we've seen this Mm -hmm. and they dance around their under unspoken attraction anyway so the older guy waits for him to make the initial move but then you know like everything happens with a furt confusion Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. anyway they just said it is unbelievable it's got a ninety-eight percent. Yeah. It's wow. rated R, so it does have nudity, sexual content. Ninety-eight percent of the, Rotten Tomatoes. The movie is bound to be compared to such recent gay film movies as Brokeback Mountain, Carol, and Moonlight, yeah. but this masterpiece goes its own transcendent way. Because a cinema sensualist, it's a cinema yeah. sensualist directed, directed it. Um, anyway, it's um, sounds lovely. It, does. it opens on Friday. Yeah, it's a swooning new mm-hmm. classic and one of the very best movies of the year. And Army Hammer is on the cover of the Hollywood Reporter, yes, looking yeah. looking mm-hmm. ten thousand shades <laughs> of handsome. We yeah. met him. He um, 
He's what, absolutely what was he on the red carpet. Yes, for? he was on the red carpet for. Um, don't tell us. Oh, yeah. I know what it was. It was the one in. In he was wearing um like GI Joe clothes. Wasn't it the Facebook movie where he played yeah. twins? Yes, Donnie. I think wasn't he in that the the social oh, network? Oh, the he social network. Oh, didn't he play the Vinkelvass? Yes, yeah, he was the, the Vinkelvass. Vinkelvass he was the Vinkelvai. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he, we saw him. He after... grew up in the Cayman Islands. He's the Arm and Hammer of Arm yeah, and Hammer. Know, Very yes. privileged, yes. and he is fun as hell to uh, and follow on Twitter. And it was right Twitter. before because we talked to him. It was right after he got busted bringing pot against uh, from Mexico into Texas. Yes. He I was remember very it vividly, funny and he's tall, and he get he's great to follow on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, we're going to remind him that we're cinema sensualists. Sensualists, are you going <laughs> to do that? And uh, so, anyway, he uh, it's a great interview in the Hollywood Reporter, and then also this Mudbound, which um, our dear friend Sonia saw at Sundance she and said, said it's, it's absolutely unbelievable. It's on Netflix right now. You can watch it. Yeah, it's available. And this is one that Mary J. Blige is supposedly going to get Oscar nominated, but um, it's also adapted from a book. And um, it's a story about a friendship between vend- veterans bonded by war, but divided by race in the Jim Crow South. And um, so anyway, this is, this is the other, it, the other movie that they're saying is going to be an instant classic. Mm-hmm. But that one we can see on Netflix. Yeah, right yeah we now. can. So we got to watch that. And then the one that I watched that I love so much, the Merowitz stories I'm, last night. It's got a terrible name, but is such a... Is it W... or Can you spell it for us? M-E-Y-E-R-W-I-T-Z. Meyerowitz. Meyerowitz, Meyerowitz story. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's got a quirky cast. It's about a quirky family getting together and the yeah. things that happen. All right, so I call. I hope this Call Me By Your Name will go into wider release. I'm sure it'll just open at Lagoon or Edina or right, something. Right, this but, Friday. But mm-hmm. I've been, we have been hearing about yes, this since have. like May. And ARMY could very well be oh. at the Screen Actor Guild Awards. Yes, yes he could. Yeah, Julia, and I'm yeah. sure he's going to remember his Minnesota ladies. <laughs> I'm sure, because we had such a moment with him. We did have a moment mm-hmm. with Both uh, Army Hammer and his co-star Timothy Chalamet have been nominated for the uh, an Independent Spirit Award. Oh, okay. Which just came, yeah. out, just came today. out today, okay. those nominations. And then um, uh, Kevin Hart was really, oh boy, Wendy Williams didn't say him by name, but she talked about a guest she's had one time, one time only when he came on the show, wrapped his arms around her and said, he said, my staff saw it. The people in the audience saw it. I was only year three, rested his head in my bosom. Bosom, Yeah, because it's bountiful. Yeah. It's probably half the size of him. Yeah. And that might, but she said, I mean, he deliberately like you know, put his face in there because mm-hmm. she hugs everybody. Yep. And she was so shocked. She said, but I'll tell you, I'll never have him on my show again, this person. And then she also imitated, you know, he has sort of a squeaky way of talking. I didn't know that. I know his wife just delivered the baby. Yeah, but he kind of has a, an energetic squeaky oh, okay. tone and okay. she imitated him. And so she didn't say his name. She said, but now I've been on nine year, years, I'd be comfortable pushing a guest who did that to me through the, my little glass table here. Oh, really? Yeah. Because when, cause the height difference, I mean, he's like five, probably four. And when he'd go in to hug her, he is right at boob level. Right, you know, but there is a way but that I can you see have him. People yeah, know, you know. Okay. Anyway, so anyway, but I did. Uh, 
I did like that he uh, has a whole theory about um, anytime he's not cast in a movie, he always thinks to himself, well, I would have turned it down anyway. So he did kind of have a funny story about he wasn't cast in The Lion King, but he was going to turn it down anyway. Oh, what show was he on? Um, He was at the some Barclays Uber Visa event in Hollywood on Saturday night. Yeah. You know, one of those. Yes. One of those yeah. I got to get away from the wife and let her have a bath by myself. And well, she just had a baby this I, weekend. I know, but I just have a feeling he bounces around Hollywood getting in trouble, if you know what I'm saying. I do. All right, listen, we got to go. It's time for the Dirt Alert. My Talk One. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, hello. Good evening, ladies. Hello. What do you got for us? You know, all sorts of dirt to get to. Uh, Let's start with just some kind of relationship news, shall we? So this one's a bit of a bummer. Jenny Garth and her husband are taking some time apart. Dave Abrams. Read it to us so we can Hollywood speak that statement. Okay. So here's what a source uh, tells. Well, okay. So her rep told us weekly that they're splitting. And uh, this is only just two years after tying the knot. So let me get the exact statement from... For people, because what I also have is the back stuff Mm -hmm. uh, that page six is reporting from sources who say that they're still trying to make it work, but they haven't been living together. They love each other. But like every marriage, it takes work. Jenny is taking time to focus on her girls and herself. Um, So I'm in a Hollywood speak. Yeah, continue. the, the, The the new husband was He's like, a restaurateur and yeah. an actor. He's so almost he works, 10 years younger than her. Yeah, and he works a lot of hours, yeah. and he didn't realize what it was like being having kids. And I think always what happens is if you don't have the conversation up front, he tried to, he's trying, he's over disciplining, getting involved with disciplining the kids. She's their mother. She she's is. in charge of discipline. They have and a- they're fighting over that. This is Jenny Garth. This is why I think they're breaking up. And because he's 10 years younger, he's not a dad. No, and he's probably a little fiery because he's 10 years younger. And it's it's a natural inclination. Guys want, they think that they're going to step in the middle and fix things. And I... You, when you get married to somebody and you you're not the parent yep. of the kids, you gotta be very upfront. You're in charge of discipline. I am not. I no, mean, and I'm here for fun and support. That's right, right. and yeah. that never happened, and that's what's causing the problems so, with Jenny Garth and her husband. And Jenny Garth has three daughters yep. with her ex-husband Peter Facinelli. They're 20, 14, and 11. Mm-hmm. So they are in the thick of it. Yeah, yep. they are. And uh, you'll remember that she and Peter Facinelli split in 2012 after 11 years of marriage. Mm -hmm. Uh, She posted a message about resilience on Instagram. Yeah, no, that's and that's like a sad thing to, you know, break up over. But they're going to have to have counseling or something because he is not the dad. They have a mom and a dad. And so it's not his place. He has to figure out what his role is. Yeah. And his role. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Like you said, is it be fun and supportive? It's mm-hmm. the yeah. greatest thing. It's like being the fun uncle or the fun auntie. When I, I know, married but Casey, even more benefits. I know. When I married Casey, he said, you're not involved in discipline. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> right. You know. But you had that conversation. When did you have that conversation? Before we got married, which yeah. was just a couple of days after we started dating. I so know. we really had to have an accelerating it, it, it pace. Really, Elizabeth, it, it, honest to Pete, it was. <laughs> but it is a thing when someone else has yeah. kids. And, you know, I mean, you're coming. Coming in as the bonus. Mm-hmm. And so bonus means fun. You're absolutely right. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about fun. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. They We're are the loving life. They're having so much fun. Yep. She arrived in London this week. She's staying with Prince Harry at the palace. She wrapped her last season on suits and she is immersing herself in London life. And Harry has made no secret of the fact that he wants to marry her. She is the one. These two are loving life together. Isn't that sweet? It's very sweet. They're we're, just darling. We're ready though for the royal engagement because the anniversary happened last night, the 70th anniversary anniversary at Windsor. Oh, right? yes, and, yes. And so we have just a window of three weeks before we get into the Buckingham Palace Christmas calendar and an engagement can't happen then. I don't understand why the royal engagement can't be part of the fun. That should be the highlight of the fun. Yeah. What is the deal? They're getting too stuffy. They have been too stuffy for centuries. Yeah. We're not going to change that, I no, guess. No, but Meghan Markle might help lighten things up a little bit. Plus, you know, you got a royal ginger in the house. Prince mm-hmm. Harry, he's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. He's very nice. They're two happy people. They're very much in love. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend, also very much in love. They are now expecting their second child. Why did we know you were bringing us the baby because news? Because I bring baby news. I have babies and I bring I you know baby it. news. That's just I know the it. way that it goes. Mm-hmm. Plus, I love Chrissy Teigen talking so much about how they've dealt with infertility struggles. I know so many couples who have dealt with this and I think the more that people talk about it, the more they feel open about it yep. and they're not suffering in silence, which and is a she, huge deal. And she also had post um postpartum, postpartum. depression. Yeah. yeah. Yes. She's very open. I I adore her, but I saw something today that I was wondering if you were gonna catch. What? Nine years ago, Heidi Klum and Spencer got married. Wait, wait. no, not Heidi Klum. No Heidi Montag. Heidi Montag. And and so I'm thinking we've had you working with us for nine years, Elizabeth. At least, yeah, because um, Heidi Montag and Spencer Pratt were the only people that I have officially banned from the Dirt Alert from the Dirt Alert for a time. There was like a three month period when I would refuse to speak of them. We would, I would just, just we we refuse to let you speak of them too. Yeah, Yeah. Lindsay Lowe and you guys banned. We had to go away. Go away island. Island. We used to have this thing on our website. Yeah, Yeah. for a minute. Boy, it's been a long time. I know. How I just thought... Was, remember how much you didn't like me showing up at the beginning? No, we don't remember that. I don't remember that. No, well, it was right in the middle of our show, and suddenly you were going to come in and tell us about our show. That's how we. That's how we viewed it a little bit. Yeah, that is true. I totally true, Donnie. It took like six months for them to warm up. Why do you not that long, Elizabeth? Be real. It took us like two days. Okay, maybe it took like a month for you to like me. Six months for you to get my name right, and then we've been smooth sailing ever since. 
Sure. Sure. <laughs> See, everyone's got their own memory. I know it. For a long time, you were Elizabeth Reeves. Yeah, remember oh, that? That, that was Christopher Reeves. That was Julia. That was a good one. And then you, well, recently you just called me Reese Witherspoon. I did. <laughs> which I liked. I Why liked not? that one a lot. Are you guys watching that show, The Good Place, with Kristen Bell and Ted Danson? No. I only bring it up because no. it just got renewed for a third season, and it really is like critically acclaimed. People seem to really like it. Have you watched it? I, I haven't, and it's one that I kind of feel like I was, I bring it up because I was wondering if you guys had watched it and I thought maybe I should get into it. Last year, there was so much death and sadness in my family. I couldn't find humor in a show about dead people and heaven and the afterlife. It just, I was just like, uh-uh, I can't, that's I can't, fair. it's too raised. So I just have never gone back to it. I well, mean, that's really the reason. It might mm-hmm. be worth a shot if you're thinking about it. Is It is going to be around for another season. And of course, NBC already renewed This Is Us and Will and Grace for the next season. Yeah. Oh. Gabby oh. Douglas, boy, this is a big story today, issuing a, a statement saying, I wasn't victim shaming when I was talking about my ex-teammate, Allie Raisman, because I was abused by her former team doctor, Larry Nasser, too. Okay, but when she put out a statement, Gabby put out a thing, you have to dress responsibly, was her first reaction. That was her first reaction. You know, maybe that was part of her trauma, I mean, of her process or whatever. She says, I know that no matter what you wear, it never gives anyone the right to harass or abuse you. It would be like saying that because of the leotards we wore, it was all our fault that we were abused by Larry I mean, I gotta believe every gymnast that was under that doctor's care got 100%. All of them, and whether they've blocked the memories or they just don't feel like sharing it you know that's always up to each individual yeah but i just feel like i feel like every girl just about that he saw he must have been doing sure you're right and who's gonna take that anchor seat charlie rose fired by cbs boy did nora and gail look sad this morning i hope they get some rest and start to yeah move forward tomorrow yeah Yeah, let's go okay thanks elizabeth so much all right we got kenny coming up with the traffic and then we come back we've got a theory about muscular men. <laughs> that's well, you, that Kenny. Leaves. That's you, Kenny. You're... Oh, he's so muscular. Yeah, absolutely. So strong. Look at those mighty arms, that thick neck. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Is that uh, harassment? No, <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Uh, this one's sponsored by Aldi. So we did have this rather boisterous outbound bounce going. Well, yeah. Well, I love duh. that song, a little Kelly Clarkson. Okay, all right. Now, this study right, of duh is to help all the women out there who want their guys to get a vasectomy. And for whatever <laughs> what? reason or another, <laughs> the man I is dragging his it. feet about getting an old, a little snip snip. You hear about this. Okay, so this study, to me, it seems like, duh, like a no-brainer. But we, as we have found out over the last month... Men and their wieners get into no ends of trouble. And there's yep. nothing big to small to whatever. They just uh, idiots. But when it comes to their wiener, I mean, no. And it really, it's just, it's duh. But All right, this was us- a study that was done at Frankfurt University that guys who have a vasectomy have a higher sex drive. Check. Who doesn't want that? After a vasectomy, you have a higher Higher sex sex drive. You have a better erection, stronger, firmer. Serious? And you have better orgasms. Oh, my God. Why wouldn't you ever get one? Now, why? Because this is the dub part. Counterintuitive. I'm sorry. Well, this is not reported, though, Lori. I haven't heard this. The dub part of it is because 
no one's getting pregnant. So like couples that are together or even, you know, if a man knows he's not going to have a child, right. he's not willing, like right. whatever, you, the stress of knowing you can't get somebody pregnant gives you firmer wood, more drive to do it. And just a, even if you get it at a later age, yeah, it doesn't matter what age. Once it, we're whatever the reason is that a guy has a vasectomy, okay. sometimes it's the he's married and his wife is just like, I don't want to be on the pill. Right. Mm-hmm. I've already pushed out the kids. Right. I've been, the, I've been the bun in the oven. You do something, do something, you do something okay. to take care uh-huh. so that I can have just my natural. Everything because Uh you've maybe been on birth control pills since you were in high school or whatever. It makes sense. It's so easy now for men to get a vasectomy. It's the easiest thing in the world. I mean, it's like a laser. I don't even think, I mean, it's really simple. Sure. So thank you. You cut the vast deference. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. I saw the film at UMD. I know. I remember. (laughs) I remember the story. And I remember when my dad got a vasectomy and he laid on a couch for two days with a package of cold peas on his Mm -hmm. crotch. Mm -hmm. And I remember saying to my mom, because I was only in fifth grade, and um what did you say why is dad have peas on his on his front if uh-huh. he just had if he's something's wrong with his back and i remember my mom said something about oh the, the ice goes you know the cold through the body through the body or <laughs> whatever it was i have know. two questions yeah so you're saying this isn't just in the person's mind that all this stuff is better they're not just thinking that it's better because they had a vasectomy. No. And how do they prove this? Okay, so this new they were three times more likely to experience an increase in how often they had sex after getting a snip. Right. Okay, and then uh, five out of ten surveyed said their sex lives had significantly improved. So right. that's a lot. Yes. And it, it, the, the, the men who had vasectomies um, and it also women reported an increase in their arousal after their partner got uh, the vasectomy. And there were uh, 400 couples in the study. And um, it's really, here's what a vasectomy is, people. This really, this is a pro vasectomy talk right now. Thank you. Um, local anesthesia, and it takes exactly 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So different from the olden days mm-hmm. when they sliced open your potato <gasps> to get to the vast deference. <laughs> now it's just, it's so easy. And uh, men don't feel any pain. It has a 99.9% uh, success rate. And all it does is it stops the sperm, sperm from, from being able to leave the testicles. That's right. And uh, so anyway, in the study, we were able to show the sexual satisfaction of men improved and the women did not diminish. And research by Stanford University in 2015 found out that men who had the SNP had sex um, twice, like uh, eight times per month compared with four times per month for intact males. That's what they're calling them, intact males. (laughs) And uh, so anyway, so right now in the U.S., only one in 10 eligible men get vasectomies. That's half the rate of men in Canada and the U.K. Mm. And I think that there's a lot of women out there who would like their guy, they're done with kids, to have the vasectomy. And I'm just trying to say that... Um, you are giving them um, food for thought reason. and a good conversation at home. And only one in ten wants it reversed. And it's a very reversible thing. Uh-huh. Just ask George Clooney. 
True. Because he had a reversal. Mm -hmm. Right. It is the only way that you can have a, you know, like be, I don't know, I just, you just, you're going to have a higher sex drive and better erection, better orgasms. The ladies are too. Nobody's getting pregnant. If you're, this explains why Casey had such a successful love life after he had his two kids and got a vasectomy at the age of 28. And I was so mad at him when I met him, remember? Well, I didn't tell you this. No, yeah, but, I remember. But I remember, like, I was going, why would you get a vasectomy at 28? That's very young. And he goes, because I had two kids, and I, w- I knew I was done. I didn't want to have any more, and I wanted to have fun. Mm. And the only way you can have fun is have a vasectomy and wear a condom. You know, if you're yes. single. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he, yeah, just, yeah. He, had a, he had a delightful 10 years of dating before he met me. As did I, even though I was married and dating and stuff. As you told <laughs> you me know, all about so, in the numbers. I'm just saying, you know, you can, and some people, some guys know they don't want, this is very, to me, this is duh, but I, I am shocked at how low a vasectomy rate it is here. You know? Yeah, that's kind of surprising. I'm taking the did you know vasectomy facts from fiction right yeah, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So let me talk about the muscular well-to-do men. This is a study of duh. Muscular, well-to-do men are the most attractive to women and other men. Now, this just seems That's like so uh, shallow. So, but if physically <laughs> fit guys who appear to be well-do are judged to be most attractive by a heterosexual and homosexual disappointing people. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? Hello. And of course, what do we think is attractive? Looking at the biceps, the pecs, the chest, nice clothes, nice shoes, nice grooming. Yep. And um, and then we immediately think that that person looks good. They're going to be good in bed. They make money and they're fit. I would like to go out with them. <laughs> Check, 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 You know, and it could be a watch. Some people notice watches or what kind of technology or what kind of phone you're having. But we make all these judgments. This was a study that was done to prove that, yes, in fact, we do do those things. Mm-hmm. And they could have just asked us. They could have. And we would have told them. Mm-hmm. We do, do all those things. All those things. Uh-huh. And it's. And it happens within a half a second. Basically. Mm-hmm. Whatever your thing is. Right. Like you always check out shoes. Right. You know, mm-hmm. some people might check out like in Beverly Hills or Hollywood or different cars. Pla- cars right. and, you know, there's different things. There's different things that you like. like. You see someone at the gym, well, I'm going to follow him out and see what kind of car he's got. Or, have you, you ever know. done that? Uh, no, but I may have advised somebody to oh do that. Oh my gosh. Julia, clues. Well, you do need to know. All right. Listen, we will be back with our favorite headlines of the day. I'm in love with Charlie Puth. No, no, this is a good. It's song. a good song. It's got a good beat. Easy to dance to. I give it a nine. It. I give it a ten. <laughs> right, How fine. long by Charlie Puth? He just, he really, he won a big award over two big names at the AMAs. I'm trying to think yeah. who they were. Like, I don't know. Two really big people like Bruno Mars and someone else that have been around for a while, and he beat them both. I was surprised. Yeah. He's a good, he's a good singer. Julia, can you please do your net neutrality oh, thing? God. Because, right. okay, here, I keep tweeting, you know, I've been tweeting and I'm like, how come it doesn't tell me I only have like 10 letters left? Because it ups to well, two. You know what? I'm still keeping gone. my tweets brief. I'm still operating in the three it's, sentence. It's a good, it's a good exercise. Yeah, it is. But you uh, only say what you want to say. All right. So I'm going to tell you what's happening. The number one trend right now 
on, on Twitter. Twitter is hashtag net neutrality. What is net neutrality? It's not what a law. What is it, Julia? It's not a law. It's a principle. It's net neutrality is a principle in the same way that freedom of speech is. So what it is, is it fundamentally um, says that Internet service providers should not be allowed to prioritize the kind of data traffic over another. This means they cannot block services purely for business reasons. So, for an example, if we have Comcast as our Internet provider, Comcast can't slow down the Internet to Netflix in my house because Comcast is is launching their own Comcast Netflix kind of like station. Right. And so it means everybody gets. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Whether you're small, big, whatever you are, you all have the right to data. It um, would allow Internet providers to choose the sites customers see and use, basically. So they will tell you Comcast, AT&T, um, Xfinity, um, whatever it is. They're going to tell you what sites you are going to fast and what you're going to slow. Be in the slow lane. Yes. Mm-hmm. But right now, we right have, now we're all in the fast we're lane. We're all, all in the, the fast HOV lane. lane. Yes, and depending, and it doesn't matter what internet provider we have, we all have access to the same data. But what's happened is um, the guy who's the FCC chairman, his name is Ajit Pai, or Pay, and he um, announced today that the FCC is going to vote on December 14th to um, abandon net neutrality and give the power back to the ISPs. So to the Xfinity's of the world, to those kind of people of the world. Mm-hmm. And there's five people that are on the FCC board that are going to be voting. He announced it on a holiday week where it wouldn't get a lot of play. That's right. Sneaky. Um, the vote is going to happen on December 14th. What this does is it will now allow companies, ISP providers, to be able to charge you more for content. If you want to go to places they don't want you to go, it'll allow them to just slow down how fast you get content from things that they're competing with in their own company. It's just really gross. But it's <sighs> interesting, the guy, Ajit Pai, or whatever, however you say his name, used to be an attorney for Verizon, Verizon, yeah, who was starting to do a streaming program. And so what he actually did, because for a limited period of time, I want to say in like 2006 or seven, some ISPs, you know, these Internet providers slowed down and speed it, slowed down content to people they didn't want their users to have. But there was a big uproar by the users. Yeah, because it's like uh, going to a a Schinders or a Barnes and or someplace or Lunds Mm -hmm. and they say, oh, we only sell these two kinds of newspapers or these two magazines. So everything else. So what happened is um, this guy decided a jet. 
Page when he was an attorney for Verizon to sue the FCC. And what happened, it was under Obama and the FCC came back with stricter rules Good. on net neutrality. Yeah. So now this guy is now in charge. Is in charge of the FCC, was appointed by Trump last um Unbelievable. January. And his whole goal has been to roll this back. Yeah. And because he it gives big business more power, to be honest. More money. More yep. money in the pockets of and the it, big business. And for all of us just average shows out there, it's going to be, you know, Xfinity is going to tell me what I can and cannot yeah. see and the speed I'm going to see it. Here's what Stephen King, he said, why be so worried about this net neutrality thing when the big corporations always know what's best for us? They just won't <laughs> let us see anything that's too upsetting. Yeah, right. right. I mean, so, yeah, it's so it's I don't terrifying. even know, but it's already saying that it's going to go through because there's three for it and two against it. But the number to call is 202-418-1000. And that goes directly to him. I don't know. The if, FCC chairman. Yeah, And I don't know if that's going to be effective or not. But, well, you can tweet the other uh, commissioners. It's uh, Ajit is going to vote for it. Michael O'Reilly. And Brendan Carr. And if you follow Lori and Julie on Twitter, I've been tweeting about it. The two women that are on the FCC are, are for, for keeping, neutrality. Yeah, for keeping the same thing. It's uh, it's just it's shocking to me. Mm-hmm. The FCC, which mandates TV and radio. And, and it's for the consumer is going to take the power away from the consumer. They find radio stations. If we were to say the F word or the Jan, they find Janet. Jan, I mean, you know, they are like in charge of Walkers everything, uh, airways, everything. So, so to be in bed with business, to have them take away from we, the people is really terrifying. But this, this right now, uh, by all accounts, looks like it's going through it. It's driving everyone crazy. So if you want to speak up and do something about it, I would call, call, call. Michael O'Reilly, Brendan Carr. And or, you could call Speaker Ryan. You know, you could put also, you can call your Republican. I mean, you can I call, call you called Congress I called, senators. I called the House of Representatives and the Senators today from Minnesota. Because to me, I feel like something like this could end up. But in the meantime, you know, we'd all would be screwed. Could maybe end up in court. In front because, of the Supreme Court. Because it seems like such a free speech impediment mm-hmm. for the people. But the ISP companies, you know, the Comcast, yeah, of the world, no. they think they're they're being impended. You yeah, know, but Netflix is against this. Everybody well, sensible. Everyone else is against is is against. Well, someone's going to tell you what you can and cannot do. Yeah, it's horrible. All right, it's going to so, affect our jobs. Julia, here's our favorite headline today. Just because we were looking for so inspiration. I just want to say, yeah. educate yourself on what net yeah. neutrality is, because it's a big darn deal, and a lot of people don't know about it. And it's it. got nothing to do with who you vote for. No. It is no, a no, bipartisan. No. This is in the best. Apolitical. This is in the best yeah. interest of the American yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in the best interest of our listeners, yes, the favorite me. headline today was Jay-Z stopping a show in Cleveland to give an inspirational speech to a little girl. And the video was posted. Somebody oh. was right there. And he just paused and gave a little motivational speech to a nine-year-old in the audience. He said, you can be anything you want to be when you grow up. And I'll tell you, in this moment in time, America is way more sexist than they are racist. So, you, young lady, you got the potential to be the next president. Oh. It's really cute. Very nice. And I, you know, you know, appreciated him like calling out because the sexist stuff that's just coming out of Hollywood, just people are just like just going, oh, my God, they're just grabbing their head. 
you know, it's it's, it's, a, it's, it's another one bites the dust. Yeah. And we're gonna, I don't know who it's going to be tonight and tomorrow. Yeah, I don't. We don't know Mm-mm. either. I, we really don't. Donnie, what other headlines we got? Oh, we got maybe time for one. Right. Uh, the Shanghai Victoria's Secret show looked like a total snooze fest. Well, except for that one model that fell. Fell down. the Chinese model that oh. fell. Well, you know, I mean, that's you got it. The, sometimes the shoes don't fit, and sometimes <laughs> the, the long trains that they make those ladies wear. It's hard to walk, you know. It's in seven-inch heels. Yeah, yes. yeah. For Everyone anybody. have a great as night. As you both know. As we both know, yes, we yeah. Do. Yes. In our memories now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.